Have you ever wondered where your parents live in a state after they retire? Who will look after them and whether or not they'll be well taken care of? Well, this is usually a really painful thought for most people of color. And I often wonder if there are retirement homes that cater for black people because, let's be honest, our parents are not the kind to sit around a table and play bingo like we see old people do in retirement homes in the movies. Retirement homes are expensive and if I look at my salary right now at the age of 24, I don't think I'll have a million rand or more to put my parents in a retirement home, take care of myself and my siblings. I don't think I'll have enough money once I retire to put myself in a retirement home. So I spoke to financial bunny Nicolette Mashile who is the financial guru for black people in South Africa. I asked her if retirement homes were a great aspiration for black people and whether or not they were a culture fit. And this is what she said. Uh, look, there's uh, a to and an against argument for retirement homes. I mean, I, I last week went to go and see a retirement village and my mind was blown by what it looked like because I think the idea of retirement homes always comes back to old age homes, you know, um, and that's what movies have kind of depicted to us. That's what people kind of speak about them to be. Um, would I send my parents to a retirement home? Definitely I would. And, and, and simply because it's just a better, um, a better facilitated environment for mm. them, you know. Um, however, from a cultural perspective, I understand the need for our homestead. Mm. So maybe let's build retirement homes in the home space Ooh. instead of building them in the suburbs. Yes. You know, um, and and over and above that again, I mean, I mean, I had a conversation with the property developer last week about these retirement homes, and I said, you're not going to feed my mom gobosi, you're not going to feed my mom wraps, you're not going to feed my mom spaghetti bolognese because that's not what she grew up on, that's not what she likes, yeah. that's not what she keeps. So question is, are you then going to change the menu so that it caters for my mother? The, the activities that are bingo, what the hell is bingo? You know, uh, are you going to change the activities? Um, so, so it's a, it's a matter of culturally, is it a cultural fit? No, mm. most of the retirement villages currently are not a cultural fit for our parents. So, so, so it's, it, it's a community again. If my mom and all her sisters and friends could all move into one retirement village, kudos to them. The community is still built and yes. they can carry on with their community. But the reality is you're going to the chances are because of the financial disparities, because of where these uh, retirement homes are, it means that you are ripping one person away from the community they know and the community mm. they built over the years. And the person is going to be lonely, you know? Yeah. So, so... Currently, in their form, retirement villages are not suitable for black people because they're not for us. The families, the, 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 the lifestyle that is supposed to duplicate is not our lifestyle. The culture is supposed to duplicate, not our culture. Yeah. So, so, you know, you, you also now sit with that problem. Um, so whether or not they are a viable option, I think what they are trying to do is noble, but I don't think that they have catered for the people that they're hoping to attract. Yes. But then, over and above, the question is, am I expecting a a property developer right now to go and build a black retirement village that duplicates the cultural life of a black person? <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it profitable for them? Will black people buy into it? Do we have enough black people who can afford a, a three million rand uh, house? Right. Because the end user probably cannot afford it. 
Right. It then means that it is the child that must buy for their mother. Mm. Do I have three million rights right now to take out of my pocket and buy my mom a retirement house in a black retirement village and still be able to survive with my family and give them the quality of life I want to give them? Another question, you know. So, right. so I think when we do expect and have these expectations about things, we've got to be also cognizant of the fact that these things are built for profit. Now, the question is, are we the market for the developers to be able right. to make their profit? Right. Many people reach retirement and they don't receive the money that they were expecting or at least the money that they had in mind. In order to avoid all of that, I asked Nicolette what kind of financial decisions I had to start making right now in my early 20s that would ensure that I would get to enjoy my retirement once I retire. You need to understand that financial decisions today are not for today. Mm. Too many people think that they're making financial decisions for today. You're making financial decisions for the future. If you decide today, 24 years old, to buy yourself a German luxury car, that car is going to, the payment of that car is going to dictate to you how the next couple of years of your life are going to be like. Because you cannot wake up one day and just decide and say, Udi, le moto. Mm. That credit agreement that you've got is still going to still be in essence in effect and it's still going to make, uh, that can have an impact on your financial life, on your life. I always tell people, when you walk into a restaurant, most people think that they decide what they eat. You don't decide what you eat. You may think at some level you've got some decision power as to what you eat. But most of us are making a decision based on our pockets. So so the question is, the car that you drive is dependent on your pocket. How that you live in is dependent on your pocket. The job that you take is dependent on your pocket. When you hear an, uh, celebrities and influencers uh, not speak out against an injustice because their favorite brand that pays them is part of that injustice and they don't talk, it's because that brand controls what their uh, freedom of expression is. At the end of the day, money, to some extent, is going to dictate how we go about our life. So you've got to ask yourself the question, what type of decisions do you want to be making in the next 10 years? Mm. That's how you've got to look at it. You've got to say, who is going to be making decisions for me when I'm in retirement? Am I going to make them now at the age of 24? So by the time I get to the age of 16, because I made those decisions when I was 24. Or are you going to wait until you get 60 and then your children decide to you, decide for you what type of slippers you can buy? Mm. Your children decide when you go on holiday. Your children decide what type of house you're going to be living in. So it's, it's, it's that question. You know, it's, it's, it's uh, financial decisions, unfortunately, Today's decision that you make today, whatever decision you are deciding to make today, is going to have a huge impact on what decisions you will be able to make in the next couple of years. This podcast was hosted by me, Alutom Bendeni. It was edited by Pam Magwaza and executively produced by Tulani Bihana. From the Drum Magazine team, peace and love, and thank you so much for listening.